0: Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and for the next few weeks, we'll be journeying with Jesus' disciples through Lent as we prepare for Jesus' sacrifice for our sins and his victory over death. We'll walk in Jesus' steps to the cross through Holy Week and then with the disciples after the resurrection. If you're new to the podcast, you can listen to my personal testimony in the first three episodes. I pray that as you hear this message today, that it will encourage you to read the Gospels, the good news of Jesus' true salvation. So tap the subscribe button and please share this with your friends. I'm sure there's someone in your life who could use a little spiritual renewal. We all do. The episode will begin after this short message. Wrote the Gospels. Since tomorrow starts Holy Week, I thought it might be interesting to do a little historical piece on who wrote the Gospels uh, in the New Testament. Well, the Gospels are the first four books of the New Testament which tell the world who Jesus Christ is and announce the good news of his salvation. The word Gospel actually means good news. We can all use some good news these days. But who were the authors of the Gospels? We have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They were very different and each brings their own style to Jesus' story. Matthew was the tax collector. It's interesting that two other Gospels tell the story of how Matthew came to be a disciple of Jesus, but Matthew himself doesn't. Matthew's name was originally Levi. Luke writes, Later, as Jesus left the town, he saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at his tax collector's booth. Follow me and be a disciple, Jesus said to him. So Levi got up, left everything, and followed him. Later, Levi held a banquet in his home with Jesus as the guest of honor. Many of Levi's fellow tax collectors and other guests also ate with them. But the Pharisees and their teachers of religious law complained bitterly to Jesus' disciples, Why do you eat and drink with such scum? Jesus answered them, Healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. I have come to call not on those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners and need to repent. You see tax collectors were actually thieves. They knew how much the Roman government needed to collect and they raised the fee and pocketed the difference. Hence they weren't liked very much. Mark chapter 2 verses 13 through 17 tells it similarly, similarly. Matthew was a Jew writing the gospel for Jews. He starts his version with Jesus' lineage, proving that he's the Jewish Messiah that the Old Testament prophets foretold." And he writes in Matthew chapter one, verse one, "This is a record of the ancestors of Jesus the Messiah, a descendant of David and of Abraham." Matthew was an eyewitness to Jesus' ministry, the Last Supper his arrest, and resurrection. Mark's gospel is short and to the point. Mark wasn't part of the 12 disciples. He accompanied Paul on some of his missionary journeys, and he was friends with Peter. In fact, Bible scholars think that Mark's gospel is a collection of Peter's memoirs. Historically, Mark is the first gospel written around 69 AD. Mark doesn't cover the Nativity. Or the Christmas story, he starts with Jesus's baptism and the calling of the first disciples. He relays Jesus's ministry and walks us to the cross in short, concise stories. I did a podcast; it's number three um, dot seventeen, and that one's there's a, the there'll be a link to it in the show notes um, on uh, Mark chapter one. Luke was a historian. Luke was a Greek physician who accompanied Paul in many of his missionary journeys. Um, uh, Luke, being a historian, tells Jesus' story in more detailed and precise format. Luke also wrote the book of Acts, so they really go together. Luke writes his gospel to a friend, Theophilus, who more than likely was a Roman official. And Luke starts his gospel, and uh, Luke 1 verses one through four, many people have set out to write accounts about the events that have been fulfilled among us. They use the eyewitness reports circulating among us from the early disciples. Having carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I also have decided to write an accurate account for you, most honorable Theophilus, so you can be certain of the truth of everything you were taught. It's interesting that Luke, a Gentile, wrote with such detail explaining the fulfillment of God's plan to bring the gospel truth of God's salvation through Israel. He reports on Jesus' birth with accurate historical detail in Luke chapters 1 and 2. John was the disciple that Jesus loved. The last of the four gospels is the Gospel of John. John was one of the original 12 disciples, and he, like Matthew, was an eyewitness to Jesus's ministry, arrest, crucifixion, and resurrection. John was one of Jesus's best friends, along with Peter, James, and he addressed himself as the disciple that Jesus loved. And John was the only disciple that was there at the cross. All the other ones were hiding, and I'm going to be talking about that in... Uh, podcast, probably uh, for our Holy Saturday. So subscribe so you don't miss out. John's gospel starts very differently than the other three. Like Mark, he doesn't tell any part of the Christmas story. John was writing to Greek Gentiles. Thus, he starts by calling Jesus the Logos or the Word. To me, it's one of the most beautiful passages in the Bible. It's so full of hope and light for this dark world. And John writes, In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was God, and the Word was with God. Actually, read separately. Let's try that again. (laughs) In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. That's important. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him. The Word gave life to everything that was created, and His life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. God sent a man, John the Baptist, to tell about the light, so that everyone might believe because of his testimony. John himself was not the light. He was simply a witness to tell about the light. The one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. The good news of Jesus' true salvation. Altogether, the gospel tell precisely who Jesus was, why he left his home in heaven to become fully man, yet still be fully God, how he who was sinless, took on our sins, died a criminal's death so we could have eternal life and not go to hell. How by believing in him as the Messiah, we are saved from sin and we have our one-way non-stop ticket to heaven. Why we should follow Jesus and not other false teachers. How we should live as his followers and why and how we should tell other people about Jesus and make more disciples. So if you're not sure that you've got your one-way nonstop ticket to heaven, pray this prayer right now. Dear Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner. I believe you died for my sins. Right now I turn from my sins and open the door of my heart and life to you. I confess you as my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you for saving me. Now in the blog article of Next Steps in Your New Walk with Jesus, and, you know, that's what Jesus came for, to make a relationship with us. But you need to make that first step in inviting him into your heart. Again, subscribe so you won't miss out. I have a whole series coming up on a walking through Holy Week, and there's there's a lot of stories to tell there. We really will capture what Jesus went through for us to save us from hell. Soli Deo gloria. To God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope it's got you thinking. If you have questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. The links are in the show website. There, too, you'll find links to my two favorite free Bible study apps, Uversion Bible app and Through the Word. These will make it easy for you to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. God bless you, and I want to leave you with this prayer from Psalm 40, verse 16. Heavenly Father, may all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness in you. May those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, The Lord is great! Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.